Oh, hi there. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Omega podcast. And um, guys, we got a sponsor. Last week. Oh, we got a sponsor, guys. No sponsor. Someone it's, heard our, our cry for money. Um, Jurassic World sponsored us, too. <laughs> um, and um, We're just... We're just taking a bite it's, out of the competition. You theater, know what I mean? It's in theaters everywhere. It's in theaters everywhere. It's dino-rific. Uh, Chris, Chris Pratt is going to be the guest today. Don't okay, lie. Okay, no, that's not yeah. actually. Next week, maybe. Maybe He's a busy week. guy. He's He's got dinosaurs. Anyways, we have a very special guest. We still have a very special guest. Very special. Maybe not Chris Pratt, but even better than Chris even Pratt. Even better, yes. Is, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Maya. <laughs> Sound like a little kid. We, we need the full name. Yeah, yeah, oh, we need the full Maya name. Maya Turner. Maya Tanyelle Turner. There it is. There you Boom. go. Tanyelle? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure we Tanyel. got that right. Yes. Great. Well, it's great to have Maya on. She's the other intern interning for the summer. <laughs> That's what interns do. Yeah, interns. <laughs> exactly. Um, Indeed. Right. So she's interning with the campus ministry here along with Mitch. Yeah. Uh, so Maya, let's just let's just jump right in. Let's Alrighty. let's take a nosedive. Yep. Right into your life. What was growing up like? Where did you grow up? Siblings, parents, that whole dynamic. Yeah. Go for it. Oh, geez. Okay, so I have two younger sisters and an older brother. Um, my It was like my mom, my older brother, and me for a little while. And then my mom met my stepdad in the church. And they had my younger sisters. Um, we grew up... We, like, moved around a lot. So, like, I was born in Texas, um, and then we moved to Wisconsin, and then we moved to Georgia, and then back to Wisconsin, and then, like, Arizona. We tried to live in Hawaii for a little while, but it was, like, too expensive. So, like, we moved back to Wisconsin. We, like, always end up moving back to Wisconsin because we have, like, the most family there, so. Oh, it's, it's not for the cheese? It's definitely not for the cheese. Dang. Yeah, I was lactose intolerant growing up. <laughs> Growing up, yeah. so not now. Yeah, no, I like trained myself out of it because I live in Wisconsin, right? So I just like kept force feeding dairy, and then just kind of finally got used to it. I guess. That sounds painful. Um, so you get diarrhea if you're lactose intolerant. Um, just grow out of it. That sounds like when Steve Rogers became Captain America, and he just had to go through like a really painful thing exactly. to like be strong. Wait, what did he do? He... Like a painful thing, like he had diarrhea and then. <laughs> Kind of <laughs> yeah, that's... more or less. Okay, so you always move back to Wisconsin. <laughs> um, yes, back to Wisconsin, and then <clears throat> yeah, and then we stayed. I was actually trying to leave for college, but then I ended up staying in Milwaukee for school, and so Wisconsin's probably going to be the home, my home. I'll probably try and leave after college, to be honest. But yeah, we we I live there, um, and. I'm going to school for history and education um, to become a teacher, high school teacher, maybe. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. Cool. So you guys moved around a lot. When when did you settle th- for the last time in Wisconsin? Wow. Well, how old were you? <clears throat> oh, uh, so that was my freshman year of high school so i was like maybe 14 at the time wow so you you definitely have memories of living all these different places and Mm -hmm. going all these different places was that was that hard like having to transition like how often did you guys move was it like every couple years or yeah it was weird like i think i went to maybe 13 
elementary slash middle schools like growing up <laughs> wow so it was like yeah like if we like stayed in the state then we still moved pretty often like within the, within the state um yeah I, I think my parents are honestly just uh, drifters <laughs> at heart just so they're really adventurous and they like change so we like just moved to different places um and it was like harder in the beginning um but then I, like, got used to it and, like, the idea of, like, having a bunch of friends, like, in one area. So, you got used to it over after a while. But, yeah, it was pretty cool. Nice. So, you got pretty good at making friends. Or... Yeah. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, no. I was, okay, so, I was a really abrasive kid. So, I would disagree, but a lot of kids would probably describe me as, like, a little bully walking around. This is, like, young, right? So, I'll, like, be in their face, like, oh, hi, my name's Maya, and, like, just super like ah, in your face and then kids would be freaked out by it like just when you're younger um just because that was my personality um and then we so like after a while it kind of like worked with me like being outgoing and talking and just being like super excited but yeah I had problems when I was younger like I made kid cr- kids cry but it was whatever we like got to be friends eventually <laughs> it was whatever <laughs> it's fine yeah they got used to it yeah <laughs> they got used to it so living in Hawaii, how long did you live there? Uh, like, yeah, maybe a couple of weeks. So oh, snap. it's so weird. Like we, my mom wanted to originally move in, move to Kauai. And we were living in Arizona at the time. She's like, let's move to Hawaii. And my dad was like, all right. <laughs> and then so they like worked for a little while to save up for the move. Um, and then they collectively like quit their jobs and like, was like looking around like different areas but they had like saved what it seemed like a good amount of money so they like didn't worry too much about like finding jobs is what it sounds like um and then we got to hawaii well if you didn't know this hawaii has their own banking systems so that the money so the money that they saved was in like say u.s bank right and then they got to hawaii well they can't get to their u.s bank account because they're in hawaii oh snap they have like a hawaii banking system so when we got there we were homeless (laughs) we like slept in the airport the first night we got there and it was hawaii so the weather was beautiful like it was fine um but my parents were freaking out because it was like me and my two younger sisters my older brother he was like off in college like he was already in wisconsin by then um so yeah it was we in the airport and we were homeless, and then, yeah, the church really took care of us. They, like, reached out, or my mom, like, reached out to them, and there were, like, a bunch of families that, like, made us food and, like, got us connected with, like, some, like, cheaper hotels, like, for us to live in, and, like, they gave us, they gave my parents rides to, like, kind of, like, look for jobs and stuff. Um, but, yeah, the whole experience was pretty cool. Like, we went to, I remember there was this, um, What's those shops where, like, you, like, sell your stuff? Pawn shop? Yeah, like a pawn shop. We went to pawn shops, and my parents were selling some of the stuff. And then when we got out, it just started, like, pouring rain. And my parents were so discouraged. They, like, started crying. So everybody's crying, just on the curb, just super distressed. And then this minivan pulls up, and the couple walks out, and they look at us, and we kind of look at them. And then uh, they were like, hi, uh... (laughs) We are not crazy, uh, but we noticed that you guys might need help. Um, we're Christians, um, and we just felt like God was kind of like pulling on our hearts to come talk to you guys and see if you needed anything. Um, and then everybody just kind of stopped. There was like a moment of silence, 
And then my parents started crying harder because <laughs> they knew it was like, I don't know, just one of those things that like God kind of orchestrated for us. And they're like, yeah, like, no, we need, we need help. We need a ride back to our hotel. And they're like, okay, that's fine. Like, sure. Yeah. Like, come on in. Um, and they open up the door and it was so crazy. Like there was, um, a car seat for my sister, my little sister. She was maybe four at the time. And then a booster seat, um, specifically for my other sister. And she was like eight at the time. And then like three other seats, like, a, a the, I don't know. It was just one of those things where it was like specifically, for us to sit I don't know it, it was crazy um and I still remember it to this day but yeah they drove us back to our hotel and I think there was like a couple more days of my family like looking for jobs and they couldn't find any and um a lot of us like calling family members around the country and being like hey like can you send us money and then they couldn't because of the Hawaii banking system um and then eventually my parents had just made the decision to go back to like the states um and we went back to Wisconsin uh, just to be taken care of because that was where most of our family was, like I said. Um, by then, we were fine because we had our money again. But that whole experience was super wild. But, yeah, it was, uh, it was nice because it was Hawaii and it was beautiful. Uh, but at the same time, it was, like, also kind of traumatizing because <laughs> I had never seen my stepdad cry like that before. <clears throat> uh, or my mom. They were just, like, super stressed the entire time. And a lot of it, like, had to do with, like, me tending to my little sisters while they, like, tried to hold things together. Um, so that whole time. But I was, it was also super faith-building, just the way God took care of us and the way, like, the Oahu Church of Christ, I think it was, um, kind of reached out to us and, like, helped us. So that's something that I get to keep. Wow. So were these people in the van, were they disciples? I, I don't. I never, I never saw them again. Um, they didn't go to the Oahu Church of Christ because I remember us going there one Sunday. Um, but like, I don't know. I think honestly, it was just one of those things that like God used those people. Maybe they were disciples somewhere, but I, I never saw them again. Wow, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, that was really awesome. Maybe they were angels. Maybe that's Maybe. what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know. What were they wearing? Were they dressed in white? No. Oh, dang. The guy who's like, um, he had like a black t-shirt on. and Oh? He, he, what was it, like past Labor Day? Because like... Oh, my gosh. You know. They got to stay fashionable, you feel like. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, He's boy. a bit. No. Maybe. They weren't like glittery or anything. They just looked... They weren't glittery? <laughs> I don't know. That'd be Isn't a that... dead giveaway I of an like... angel. <laughs> So, hey, you're a glittery human being. Maybe you're an angel. They weren't. They weren't unique looking. I expect glitter when I, if I ever see an angel. No, you don't. No, I don't expect glitter. Well, but amen. Who knows? Uh, who knows? Okay, so you were in Hawaii at that time, and after Hawaii, you came back, and that was like when you settled mm-hmm, in that was Wisconsin. Yeah. Where? Where in Wisconsin? Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Cool. Like in the city? The 414. Uh, it was like a, the northern side. So the way Milwaukee works, super segregated city. Um, It's like the north side, the south side, and then the west and east side. So the west side, suburbs, east side's like quote unquote downtown, and then the north side's where all the black people live, and the south side's where all the Hispanic people live, and we were on the north side. So like near the city, kind of, but like not really. Gotcha. Yeah. And so you went to high school there? 
No, I went to high school on the west side. So super bougie, uh, super uh, <laughs> whitewashed, <laughs> Caucasian. Um, but it was pretty diverse too. It was like the 2020 program or whatever. Oh, snap. So we got like bust in. And yeah, I went to Heritage Christian School. Oh, snap, a Christian school. Yeah. Mm. The graduating class was like maybe 33 kids. It was super duper small. The whole like school student body or whatever was like 200 kids. Wow. Yeah. Dang. So what was that like? Did you ever feel like, I don't know, like you, like people made you feel like you didn't belong or like you were, I don't know, like special case or were things just kind of natural and you were accepted and. Yeah. So I think when, so my freshman year, it was me, maybe it was less diversified that first year. Uh, because I think the program was still pretty new. So like me and maybe like four other like black kids that like were there. Um, but it was still cool because like they were, we were all just kids, you know what I mean? Um, and I think it was, if anything, one of those things where like the people there were pretty sheltered. So like questions are asked and there were like different (laughs) interactions sometimes that we just kind of had to get used to. But overall, like it wasn't like. Uh, bad vibes um we ended up like getting pretty close i would say um but yeah they, I, like i could definitely feel the difference <laughs> like i definitely knew i was the only black kid in all my classes uh but yeah you know it was one of those things where i kind of got used to it after a while that's good yeah and did you do anything outside of school like any activities or sports or anything like that yeah i played all the sports i played basketball i played volleyball i played soccer i cheered for a little while um i ran track Uh, they like the track team was like on and off because it was such a small school so they couldn't do it every year but when they did i ran um yeah i was real heavy into sports and stuff like that nice you did it all this is all over high school yeah it was high school i it was one of those things where like i knew i couldn't do anything after school if i didn't like get involved you know what i mean and i didn't want to sit on board so i was just like let me just uh play in these tourneys and whatnot which one of those was like did you have like one specific one or are you just like good at all of them <laughs> i was good at all of them. what do you mean <laughs> no I, my favorite was Track when it happened, but it hardly happened. So probably basketball. Basketball was like in the thick of it. My mom, my mom and my dad, they they tried so hard to like mold me into being into the WNBA or something. They were really trying to get taken care of by me. (laughs) You're gonna be great. Yeah, you're starting high school. You're gonna literally though stomp these other kids. They like started me up maybe in like third grade. And then they pushed me into club basketball. You guys know what that is? Um, those, like, or- separate orgs. They, like, started me that maybe, like, fifth. Um, and it was fun until it stopped getting fun. It was, like, one of those things where people, like, took it way too serious. And then basketball wasn't even fun anymore. So I stopped playing uh, maybe in the middle of my senior year. It's just one of those things where I was like, mm, okay, mm, I'm done. And, yeah, I really wasn't trying to play in college, so... Did your parents kind of, like, ask you that? Like, oh, do you ever think you'll play in college? Like, that'd be a really good way to get money for school. Like, so if my mom hears this, yeah, all the time. My mom, no, she no, she never asked me. It was one of those things, it was like a, maybe a 
silent agreement, a silent understanding. Because she knew I liked it, you know what I mean? I don't think she would push as hard if I didn't like it. But she was like, okay, like, yeah, I'm, I'm expecting you to, like, excel if this is something that you're pursuing. And I didn't necessarily know I was going to pursue it until I realized that I didn't want to pursue it. Um, so I stopped. <laughs> and, uh, like, yeah, it wasn't, like, the the biggest deal. Like, it wasn't a huge falling out or anything, but... I think it shocked her. She was like, what? You don't want to play basketball anymore? Because that's just what I did all the time. Oh. Yeah, you're pretty big into it. Yeah. So you and your older brother seem to have like a pretty significant age gap. Uh, he's four years older than me. Okay, so not that bad. Yeah. So how was like your relationship with him growing up? And <laughs> Julian. Um, His name's Julian? Julian, yeah. He's, uh, we are... <laughs> Okay, so when my mom described it, apparently we were really close when we were younger. Like, Julian would always ask for a little sister. And, like, when, like, she did have me, he was, like, crazy about me. Like, he was always kissing my face and, like, hanging out with me. But, like, we fought, like, cats and dogs, like, since I can remember. So, like, what, 10 going through maybe 18? Like, now it's okay because we're both adults, you know? But, yeah, we did not get along at all. Ever, it feels like I don't know what happened. I think it was definitely one of those situations where, like, I was I was a brat. I, I can I can admit to that. I was a brat, and um, I liked uh, feeling like I could like have advantage over Julian. And he was one of those people where he was like just growing into himself, and he was a kid trying to figure out stuff. So like, I wasn't helping if I like made him feel like he was at a disadvantage with my parents all the time. Um, so that was like a huge gap. And it's actually really unfortunate just because, I don't know, I feel like we could have gotten along if we like were to get along, then a lot more like cooler memories could have been made from it. But yeah, even now, like we're not that close, but we get along. Um, but I don't know, one of those things. Gotcha, yeah. So where where is he now? What's he he's, doing? he's in Wisconsin. So he went to school in Iowa for a little while. Um, and then, yeah, just lived in Iowa. I, like, school just wasn't his thing after a while. So he just, like, worked. And then he moved back to Wisconsin. And, yeah, he's there now. We just don't, like, see each other as often. Um, he's got a girlfriend. And he's, like, working and living his life over there. And I'll see him, like, on Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff. Nice, good cool. stuff. And how's your relationship with your like younger sisters? And what's the age gap there? Oh, so uh, now they're thirteen and eleven, um, and they're really close. But I'm not very close with them just because I think they're young. I think because they're young. Um, yeah, and yeah, we didn't really spend that much time together, even when we were in the same house. Like either they were babies, so like being taken care of like by my parents or by me. But um, because they were, like, the babies, quote-unquote, in the family, um, relationships probably weren't built in the way that they could have been. Um, it was more so, like, looking at them was like, okay, like, they need to be taken care of, and so go do this, go do that, and just listen to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, we're not that close either. <laughs> Sounds sad. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean... That's the end of the story. Family dynamics are different for everybody, yeah. so... Yeah. No. I will say, when I am adulting and, like, I have a family, 
I am, for one, going to buy a house and live in it for the rest of my life. I probably will never move again. And two, my babies are going to be super duper close. Like, I think that's something that I want to try and prioritize just so that they like can't be like really good friends, you know? Yeah. That'll be a that's thing. Awesome. So did you, you grew up as a kingdom kid then? Or um, not really? Like halfway. Uh, my parents, they were disciples. Um, like they met in the church and I was like maybe one at the time. Um, and then they got married. My mom and my stepdad, this is, they got married when I was five. Um, and then they walked away from the church when I was in fifth grade. Um, and then we kind of like moved around anyway. So like we didn't have much contact at the church at all during that time. And then we came back to the church my freshman year of high school when we moved back to Wisconsin. And it, it was like cool. They, they got restored my junior year of high school and it was the same day that I got baptized. So that was a really cool day. Um, but then they walked away again my senior year of high school. So like halfway, like I, I knew what the kingdom looked like and I kind of like, yeah, got to, got to see it like growing in, but then I also kind of got to see what it looked like, like living apart from the kingdom. And so you said you got baptized when you were a junior mm-hmm. in high school? Junior. How did that, like, what were your decision making and how did that happen? It was a very prideful, prideful motives, <laughs> I think. Um, so my junior year of high school is when I think I started getting used to the kingdom again. And then I saw, like, the churches being, like, this elite group. Like, every... the these group of people are better than everybody else <laughs> because they have a relationship with God and because they um, are just so nice and, and I knew that they were going to heaven. And so uh, the Harrises were leading the church at the time, Patty and Randy Harris, um, and she, or Patsy, sorry, Patsy and Randy Harris. And she, I walked up to her and I'm like, yeah, I, I want to get baptized. And she's like, okay, well, <laughs> let's study the Bible and see what you think after that and um we did and then yeah eventually I got like pretty broken and kind of saw what the gospel was and um yeah what what my relationship would look like with God personally um and that helped but originally I wanted to be baptized because I I wanted to think that I was better than everybody else (laughs) um and that stemmed probably from just a lot of different insecurities and stuff that I was dealing with growing up. But, yeah, it was one of those. And it even manifested more after I got baptized. Like, I think, yeah, pridefulness was huge. Like, even in high school when I was a disciple and just talking with other people, was like, the way I would reach out, I feel so bad thinking about it now, but the way I would reach out was like, hey, like... <laughs> you, you want to come to church? And if you don't, you know, you're going to hell, so you might as well, right? So let's work this out. <laughs> like, I didn't, I didn't use those specific words now, but that, that was like, um, the gist, that was my tones in reaching out in high school. So yeah. Amen. I kind of got to understand a little bit more of my pride and, and working on it. You know what I mean? It's not as bad as it was. I mean, you weren't wrong. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, but there's a there's a tone of love. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I was missing. Yeah, I was very similar in high school. Yeah, I was very big on baptism. Mm. This woman was like, "You're telling me someone who's dedicated to God, and they're they're giving their whole life to God, and they haven't been baptized yet. If they died today, they would go to hell." And I was like, "Yes." <laughs> I mean, 
that person never talked to me about religion ever Aww. again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, maybe that was a mistake. It's tough. It's tough, man. That's it's tough thing. in high school. You don't know that much. Yeah. But you you think you know everything. Yeah. That's what got me. You, oh. I'm like, I just shut up and listen to me. Like, I, I promise you, I know what I'm talking about. Like, that was my attitude throughout high school and even sometimes now, to be honest. But like, I don't know. You just, you think you have so, so much power and you're entrusted with so much and then you just kind of ruin it. <laughs> yeah. So that pride during your studies, was that like directly addressed ever? Was it like, listen, Maya, like, this is you, you're this, and this needs to change. Yeah, so Patsy Harris, she was amazing. She she knew what she was doing. It was like, so the sin study specifically, she was like, so let, let's go back to why you wanted to be a disciple. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, like talk, explain that to me a little bit. And I was telling her, I was like, yeah, like I, I want to be saved because I, I don't want to go to hell. And I see that people are so nice and I, their hearts, and that's something that I want to be a part of. And she's like, okay, now where, where is god and all that mm. and like you know one of those things where i like got tripped up on it um and then she kind of broke it down from there where she was explaining um just my need for god and um it helped me realize a lot of uh, insecurities that i had and, and and showed me that i could take comfort and and the love that i needed from god and she showed me um yeah just the she showed me the different things that I needed from God. And then I was in turn able to kind of go to him in that way. And then, so in a sense, she kind of just redirected me in my pride and, and, um, gave me different goals, uh, and changed my heart that way. So yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, and so now you're in, the milwaukee campus ministry Woo! yeah uh, shout out to them um Woo-hoo. talk a little bit about them and uh the things you i mean obviously you enjoy them uh and also talk about how you came here and how you're doing internship stuff now okay um so senior year was when my parents walked away and yeah it, it's like not bad now if anything it's like more passive aggressive but like it was kind of a struggle with me like getting over to church just because they were hurt by it they felt like I was choosing the church over them and I essentially was but um it was perfect timing because it was the end of my senior year so I was like just getting exposed to the campus ministry and that's kind of where I I learned a lot about discipleship and like what it meant to kind of seek the kingdom and God uh, as opposed to like living for myself and then having these stigmas about what a relationship with God looked like and so, um, yes, I was in the campus ministry and there was Mika. She was my first <laughs> disciple. Poor Mika. She, um, is the sweetest, you, everybody knows Mika, right? She's the sweetest thing. So gentle. So kind. What? I thought her name was Misha for like two years. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> and then someone called her Mika and like, I had been calling her Misha. <laughs> to and her she, face? And she wouldn't correct me. I'd be like. Hey, what's up, Misha? And she'd be like, oh, hi. <laughs> and then someone was like, hey, Mika. And I was like, your name's Mika? And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, you didn't <laughs> say anything for like this uh, whole yeah. time? She's like, it wasn't that big of a deal. So sweet. Oh, she's the best. She's my best friend now. Um, it certainly didn't start off that way, though. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I think I was maybe a year old and she was six months old. Um, and she's older than me, but she was younger than me spiritually. So I did not appreciate her discipling me at the time. So I gave her a hard time on purpose. <laughs> like, um, just like with belittling her and like asking our campus minister, Bianca, stuff over her just to, to make her feel bad. <laughs> I feel, I feel, and honestly, I feel terrible about it now. And we've talked about it, but yeah, like I, I was just a Brad kid. I was a Brad kid, okay? Um, and so yeah, she discipled me, um, but she taught me so much. I, I can't like live without her now. Like honestly, um, just stuff in her character too. It was one of those things where I learned um, just to value gentleness and, and to value, um, I think just the compassion and love she has for people. Um, it's just something that's just really beautiful and something that I, to this day, just strive to imitate. Um, so, yes, she was my first discipler um, my freshman year. Um, and, yeah, I feel like the problems that I was dealing with was something that a lot of freshmen deal with, just with, like, time management, um, with prioritizing, like, meetings of the body, um, with my own personal walk with God, so quiet times and, and just making sure I'm connecting with them. Like, that was a struggle, but something that I kind of learned to get on top of. Um, my junior year, I kind of switched over to Bianca being my campus minister. My, my Being di- my discipler. Right. <laughs> She's my campus minister now. Um, and then me, me and Mika became to be, like, really good friends. And she even told me, she pulled me aside, and she's like, I'm glad I'm not your disciple anymore. I'm glad we can just be friends because that was really hard. And yeah, it, it was horrible the, <laughs> the way I acted. But um, yeah, I was grateful that we could be friends um, and like be close in that way. And yeah, that sophomore was pretty chill, I think. Uh, just spiritually, it was just a lot of growing, I think, in me like understanding like, oh crap, I suck. <laughs> And, like, recognizing a lot of stuff in my character and going after it that way. And, yeah, pretty soon I, like, got to the point where I was discipling other girls and, uh, yeah, learning a lot and then realizing, like, dang, like, poor Mika, you know what I mean? Just, like, reiterating um, and then being able to see more stuff in my character and, um, yeah, Stuff like that. But, and it was really cool too because I think um, it also made me realize that I wanted to be in ministry if, like, the opportunity did kind of open up um, and just help people that way and be invested in them. It was something that was really, I don't know, enlightening. So, yeah. So that's why you went to MIT? Yes. Both, both of them. Both of them. Both, both of them. Yes. Um, the summer of going into my sophomore year, I went to Como which is so fun. Shout out to Como, MIT 2017. Oh, yeah. You went with me, Derek. Yep. I went with you. Yep. Okay, whatever. You were in my class. <laughs> I was like, oh, Maya's going? I have For to sure. Go. I have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, the summer going into 2018, I was in Chicago's MIT. And yeah, I think, like, I wanted to go to Como because I wanted to learn, just like to be godlier and kind of help with my own campus ministry that way and then I wanted to go to Chicago because I'm like okay I kind of want to start trying to equip myself to be in ministry if that was something that I wanted to do cool and that's how you got here yeah so that's why why here. did you apply for the champagne internship like <laughs> so 
I actually applied to the internship last year in Como, and I didn't get in. Um, so I was a little salty, if I'm, if I'm going to be honest. Um, I almost didn't apply to the one this year because I'm like, well, if I didn't get in last year, you know what I mean? Just um, feels like that. But I, honestly, I, I did. I wanted the opportunity to, like, really understand what working in ministry looks like because, like, people talk about it. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm on staff. Like, oh, yeah, I work in ministry. But, like, <laughs> the next question that automatically comes to mind is, like, but, okay, what do you do, you know? And, um... Yeah, I kind of wanted to get into it that way. Because I know, like, yeah, you're in studies and you're reaching out, but, like, what else? Um, so, yeah, just the experience. And I think a part of it is honestly networking. Um, I'm trying to, like, make bonds and stuff and, and show people that this is something that I w- would want to be considered for and that I'm serious about it. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember Vince saying that your success in ministry is going to be determined by who you know and how you make yourself mm-hmm. known. Yeah. So, sounds like uh, it was a pretty big deal for you to get this internship. Yeah. So, I, so one could say that... <laughs> <laughs> so one could say oh. that that was pretty encouraging. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Well, what are you getting at? I feel like you're trying to direct so, me somewhere. Yeah. So here we go. Here it is. Okay. So on any given day, uh-huh. what can the people of Champaign, the ministry here, the church here. Or Milwaukee. Or, or Milwaukee, actually. That's where you're going to uh, be. You better be listening up, Milwaukee. Uh, what can they do to encourage you? What's oh. something anyone can do to encourage you? Oh, wow. Um, the I think... Give me responsibility. Got to be careful the way I say this, right? So give me an opportunity to serve you or an opportunity to help me grow um, and make it abundantly clear that that is an opportunity to help me grow my character. Um, Just because I think... Like, yeah, I, I recognize a lot of things in my own self and I share those things with other people. Um, but if you're, you're telling me, it's like, hey, like, I want you to do X, Y, Z because I know that you shared before that this is something that you're weaker in. And that makes me feel taken care of. That makes me feel like, hey, like, you're trying to spur me on and you're trying to get me to be a better disciple. And I don't know, that makes me, it just warms my heart. It's like, we're working towards something together. And then you giving me the freedom to do the same for you. Um, just because then I feel like it's one of those things where we, we are actively taking care of each other. Um, and that's like a cool dynamic. So you heard so, it here first. Uh, make my do stuff for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, essentially. I'm going to be careful now. Hey, wait, do you hear that? Hear what? The rain stopped. Maybe it's the... But do you hear like it's like a little... Oh, snap. A little... A little... Little bumpity. Little bumps. <laughs> Little, what's happening? Little drums. Do you hear that? Oh, snap. Maya, do you hear that? No. What are you trying? It's time for the... <gasps> Fire round. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> okay, Maya, here's how this is going to go, just so you are aware. Okay. Uh, we're going to give you either ors, and you have to pick one or the other. You have to pick one or the other. Okay. okay. Sure. There's none. You, you need to answer them none. fast. You can't say none. You can't say a third option. You what can't. If... Nope. Nope. No. You can't say both. 
What? You pick one. You pick one and you move on. Uh, All right, ready? Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one, go. Spotify or Pandora? Spotify. Country music or anything else? <laughs> anything else? <laughs> Red, uh, purple or green grapes? Purple. Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese Doritos? Ew. What about like classically? No, you see, this is what we okay. Stop. To. Oh my This is the, the preparation well, we made. Thing. This is the, I don't we're even in like it chips. right now. What about like oh, like the okay. veggie straws? But what about but cool what about ranch or nacho cheese, cheese Doritos? Air. I literally not. Okay, Maya. <laughs> so gross. Okay. Um, if your family was going to die if you didn't eat one of these wow. chips, which one would you pick? <sighs> nacho cheese. Okay, all right, we'll go with it. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Netflix or Hulu? Um, I'm more of a book person. Holy moly, Maya. Did you, Holy moly, okay, Miss Maya. My question is, was were your headphones at what, working at, when we like, went through? At what point did we say <laughs> Netflix or Hulu or books? Okay, fine. Um, Hulu? Okay, I like it. No, no, Netflix, Netflix, okay, Netflix. Okay, okay. Netflix. All right. Sorry. Cake or pie? Like, what kind of pie? I guess oh, it's, it's, you have this to do cake. This is the thing. Okay, sweet potato pie. It's, it's chocolate cake. But not apple. Yes. But not apple. Ch- chocolate sweet, cake. Sweet potato pie versus your favorite. And in the same way, vanilla cake, yes, but not chocolate. So, okay, like, chocolate cake or cake. apple pie? No. Chocolate cake or... Oh, neither. Just Va- vanilla mouth. cake or sweet potato pie? This is the thing. They're like on the same level. Holy cow. Okay. Maya. You gotta pick so wait, does the vanilla cake have icing yes or no? Yes. Yes. So, super safe then. Cool. Okay. Caramel or caramel? Caramel. Dining or delivery? Dining. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Hot. Coke or Pepsi? I don't drink so. Oh don't my. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh no, Maya. Um, oh no. Coke. Sports. Coca-Cola. Okay. Sports or arts? Sports, you like or sports the arts? or arts? You guys are getting frustrated. It's not like specific enough. Like what arts? Like painting? You, yeah, any theater? any arts? Singing? Music? music would you rather do any sport, or would you rather do any art? Or would you sports. rather? Cool, sports. great. Ketchup or mustard? Mustard. Caleb or Esther? <laughs> don't do that. I don't know. <laughs> Because Caleb's my friend, is really cute. You gotta pick one. It's like me or Andy. Yeah. Well, that's... <laughs> is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it really guys? <laughs> I feel like, because Caleb and Esther... Okay, you, you, you gotta pick one. Um, so... Uh... Esther? Okay. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. Okay, okay. Rain or sun? Oh, rain. Oh. Spoon or fork? Nike or Adidas? Nike. Cool. Okay, cool. You know what? Huh. We've had worse. We've had worse. We've had worse. The two most important questions. The two most important questions. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll give you this Jesus little hint. Lord? Yes. Okay. Not that important. Okay. But still vital yeah. to your well-being. So here's the only hint we'll give you. These are both yogurts. They're both kinds of yogurt. Okay. Okay. Me? Okay. Um, you want me to just ask the question? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I want you to give no. a dissertation <laughs> okay, okay. about each. All right. All right. <laughs> Noosa or Danimals? 
Thanos. Okay, she's in. That's it. She's in. Well, What's Nusa? I don't but not in, yet. Wait, not in yet. Wait, Nusa. Nusa's the huge tub of you already, it, right? You already picked. Wait. You already picked. We're on the next question. No, I'm... So, I, I choose nope. Nusa. 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 Mm-hmm. It has a lot more yogurt cut, in it, though, We're cutting right? all no, that no, out. No, 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 Doesn't it? And it's like the black top, right? No, that's one. That's Oikos. And Orcas that's like, doesn't have black that's like top. good good yeah they have they have a black label and it's that's not what i'm thinking of though i think I we're think cutting Nusa. all this out and i know we're cutting all this out. Okay. i think Nusa. <laughs> Nusa, Nusa, Nusa. we're we're gonna do you a favor and just yeah. have you stick uh, the, the final <laughs> most important question is pancakes or waffles um waffles you guys are so disappointed do you guys really not like waffles <laughs> Oh, is there Here, a way we can thing. just like not upload this <laughs> this podcast? I'm fired. Yeah, actually, I need, I, I think I need to talk to Josh. Wait, yeah. hold on. Once he hears this, it's what's your beef me. against waffles? Here's the thing: I don't dislike waffles. Right, yeah. I don't. It's just clear that pancakes are superior in every this is like, single okay, way. With Waffle House or IHOP? IHOP. That's not. Hold on. <laughs> what? That's not the what? <laughs> They changed their name to IHOP. That's so true. I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay, Pancake House or Waffle House? You pick oh, Pancake, Pancake House? Pancake House. Pancake House. What? Original House of Pancake? Waffle House is so much better. So mm. much better. The Waffle are House bang. is they're a little so rundown good. chain. Okay. They've been around for forever because they're bomb diggity. Sorry. Because they're cheap. You're cheap. <laughs> I'm not going to come back. I'm sorry. That was, that was, that, that was, a, that was okay, a cheap okay, shot, okay. but yeah, okay. <laughs> Sheep shot. I like that. That was a good pun. (laughs) Whatever. Oh, snap. I'm a genius. Okay. I'm putting my foot down. Waffles. Okay. Well, we're putting our foot down. I love you. You're wrong. Thanks for coming. (laughs) Shout out to Jerry. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming, Maya. Thanks for having Uh, me. Everyone go see Jurassic World 2. Everyone go see Jurassic World 2. Isn't that the second one? No, it's Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom, starring uh, Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Do it, do it, stupid. um, (laughs) Directed by some dude that isn't Colin Trevorrow. Um, Colin Trevorrow. uh, It's got like a 57 meta score. Wait, you never asked me what my favorite movie was. What's your favorite movie? Chronicles of Narnia. Okay, that's where we're going to end it. (laughs) 